The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month for her who was once called barren. For nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. I want to start by inviting you to take your heart out and just take a look at it. Put your heart in front of your mind's eye. What does it look like? What does your heart look like today? What is it saying to you? as Christmas gets close? Is it battered and beat up? Is it healthy and strong? Is it hard? Is it scaly? Is it whispering or yelling or screaming? Where is your heart right now, today? with less than a week to Christmas. I invite you to do that and do that often, but particularly today because the readings speak to us about two hearts and how they respond to God. And the first heart is the heart of David that we hear about in the first reading. And David was a very great man. Um, he wasn't always a good man, but he was definitely a great man. 
who had conquered his enemies and he's sitting back, but he has a very restless heart. And as he finally finds some peace, he sits down in his palace and his heart stirs and he feels like he needs to do something. And he decides he's going to build a temple for God. And his heart stirs and he gets very excited and he starts to plan things and begins to get busy. But the heart of God has something different in mind. He isn't as concerned with David's plans. The heart of God has its own plans. And he sends the prophet Nathan to David to tell him, you don't need to build me a temple. It's not about you. It's not about your projects. It's not about your stuff. David, I'm going to take care of you. And he makes that great promise, the promise of the Messiah, that from David's line would come the king who would be eternal, the king who would finally bring justice and peace and joy into the world, that David can put his restless heart aside and trust in the promise and plan that God has for him. One of the things that strikes me as I hear that is there's a thousand years between that promise of the coming of the king who's going to bring justice, peace, and joy, and a thousand years before Jesus comes. There's a thousand years where that restless type of heart reigns, where David, his descendants, the people of God continue to try to strive to make God's kingdom happen through military might or political will or technology or being clever or whatever it is. A thousand years as that restless heart continues to dominate. But during that thousand years, not only was the restless heart of God's people busy, but God was busy trying to bring about that promise. And he was busy building not a temple like David had planned to build, but he was busy building a heart that could say yes to him. He was busy building, forming the people so that Mary would be there and be able to say yes. See, God was not inactive and just sitting around for a thousand years, but He was waiting, patiently waiting for the kind of heart that could fully say yes to the gift that God was giving His people. One that wasn't as concerned with its own projects and plans, but that one that could simply surrender itself wholly to God. And the beauty of that heart we hear in today's Gospel, when we heard that story of Jesus being born, of Mary saying yes to God, of the angel Gabriel being sent to Mary, and her heart, finally a heart that was ready to say yes to God. 
The Catechism of the Catholic Church has this to say about Mary. In the faith of this humble handmaid, the gift of God found the acceptance he had awaited from the beginning of time. She whom the Almighty had made full of grace responds by offering her whole being. Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Fiat, which means let it be. This is Christian prayer. To be holy God's because he is holy ours. As we approach these final days of Advent, I think our task before us is to help our hearts become like the heart of Mary. God has been waiting for us, for our hearts, these four weeks. In fact, our whole lives. In fact, since the very beginning of creation, like waiting for the heart of Mary, he has been waiting for our hearts to say that deep, deep yes to God. To pray. So I'm going to take a page out of Father Jack's playbook and I'll give you three really practical points on what we need to be about these final days of Advent. And they all start with the letter A, so they're easy to remember. And the first thing we need to do is to acknowledge the deep desires of our heart. To acknowledge the deep desires of our heart. To ask ourselves, really, what do we want for Christmas? And believe me, it's not the PS5 that your heart deeply, deeply wants. Or it's not the new big screen TV. It's peace. It's joy. It's love. It's communion. And during these final days of Advent, we need to acknowledge what our heart's deepest desires are. Because that's the gift God wants to give us. That's what we want to say yes to, and that's how God wants to meet us in peace and joy and love. So first, acknowledge those deep desires of your heart. And that takes work. You have to talk to your heart. You have to listen to your heart. You have to follow those deep movements of your heart. The second thing, and this may be a little even more challenging, is to accept the reality of today. To accept the Christmas that we're being given this year. And not to get caught up on what it's not. On, on what we don't have and what we can't do. But to accept the gift that God is giving us right now and right here. See, this Christmas is the moment. It's the moment that God wants to touch you. He wants to fulfill your deepest longing. And to do that, we have to accept the reality of right now. And that means a pandemic, 
That means maybe not seeing the people we would like to see, not going to the parties maybe we would like to do, not singing the songs we would love to sing, but to accept this Christmas as the gift from God that it is. So acknowledge those deep desires. Accept the current reality. And then the third thing I think we need to do to prepare our hearts in these final days is to ask. To ask Mary to teach us how to have a heart like hers. She did it. Her yes brought the Messiah into the world. She was the one God had been preparing to say that yes. And so are you. And so am I. But Mary can teach us how to do that if we ask her. So take a Marian spin these last few days of Advent and enter into conversation with Mary. Pray the Hail Mary. Pray the Angelus. The opening prayer today is from the Angelus. And the Angelus is a beautiful prayer. Just Google it. You can find it. Our staff here at St. Thomas More gathers every single weekday, just about at noon, to pray the Angelus for our intentions and for our community. It's a short prayer. It takes three minutes, maybe. Pray the Hail Mary. Pray the Angelus. Pray the Rosary. Just talk to Mary. And ask her to teach you to have a heart like hers. A heart that can give itself fully to God because God is doing His work and giving Himself fully to you. Acknowledge those deep desires. Accept the reality. And ask Mary this Christmas because there's a gift here for us. And if we do as Mary did and say yes wholeheartedly to God, we will find that joy and peace and love that comes in our Messiah, Jesus Christ, whose birth we celebrate in just a few days.